0: this work and find what i'm doing here and it really really matters uh, as small as that may seem so if you could please do that uh, before we get into the show i much appreciate it thank you for listening let's get into it peace peace
1: i'm just my brother justice Raji.
0: all right so um you know i wanted us to have another conversation and um You know, and hopefully just something a little more fun
1: today. You know what I'm saying?
0: There's a lot of things going on in the world. But, you know, life ain't always about all them other things. So the thing I need to tackle is is a conundrum and an enigma wrapped inside of a mystery. Right. And and that is the mystery and the conundrum and and the enigma of the white denim. Here's the thing. I'm definitely afraid of wearing any pair of white pants more than once. Because you know, okay. stains, things spill, or like you know, is 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 this, you know, is it too much, you know, for where you're going? Like, is people like, man, look at this guy in these white pants. He think he at the Copacabana or something, or he's at the, you know, wherever. I don't, you know, you know, I might be operating. Insert in, um,
1: insert place.
0: Insert place, right? I'm, I mean, he he in Miami. He think he he think he in the south? You know, South Beach. You know what I mean? Am I supposed to have some leather loafers with no socks on? You know what I'm saying? When I wear these these pants. Um, And since it's that time of year where usually the people have already been to or held or had a a white party of some sort or one will surely be on the horizon by Labor Day uh, weekend, I thought it might be appropriate for us to engage this context. That's for the listeners that might also have similar quandaries and challenges and you as as a as, a, as a well uh experienced and a seasoned man of the world, you know what I'm saying? It's national, national, you know what I'm saying? You you've been many places, seen many faces, you know what I'm saying? You know, I thought maybe we if we engage this conversation and all of its potential um pitfalls and, and triumphs, that um, you know, we might all get something
1: better out of life. So um, <laughs> that that come with that come with the conundrum. I mean yeah. Oh, man. And there's so many traps like this. Um, I mean, you know, so, and and obviously this is cultural, but, you know, growing up, uh, you know, you have this idea of, like, white pants. And, you know, it works. And then, you you know, you get older and you're like, well, what exactly kind of shoes am I supposed to wear with white pants? And how, again, how clean can they be? And are they real denim? Are they something that looks like denim? Where do you find actually a real pair of white denim jeans? Like really? Right? Mm -hmm. Like not something that's cotton that looks like denim. There are a couple clothiers that do them but they are a little more difficult to find than people give credit for. Mm -hmm. I have endeavored to wear them absolutely, actually once and it was coming to see you, coming to see you and Niles Devon and, and the family out there and, um, you know, endeavored to go to the all white party. Yeah, you know, and um, did them with a pair of white sneakers and a white t-shirt, right? And, you know, the other party like this, is, is the same thing with black stuff. All whites don't be the same, which kind of be like, uh, like, you know. Right. You know, or like you be in that new that new uh that that whack ass superfly redo, like the snow patrol, like <laughs> everybody got on white, like you know, you know. And so it, it, it's a thing. And and to your other point, it does require, I think. Either a tailor or a well, like if it's off the rack and you can make it work, that's cool. But I think a lot of white jeans require like a tailor, hmm. okay. um, because I think they require wearing a pair of pants that makes sense. Now, if it's a loafer with no sock, if you're going full, you know, kind of sprezzatura you know what I'm saying for for the you know the Italians, you know, you're going full no sock with a white loafer on, you know. Um, you know, uh, not trying to be Rego Suave, but there's a place for it, right? Mm-hmm. But I also want to touch on this whole white party thing, <laughs> since you brought it up. <laughs> and I want to touch on kind of like <sighs> you know, we want people to show their creativity. I, I, I don't knock like that man. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I think we be taking white parties out of their proper context. Right. White parties was like really for the summer, for particular places, you know, like and and it was a it was a look. It wasn't I want to go to the party, but I have to wear white. So I'm going to wear anything that's white to get into the party, Mm. Mm -hmm. which is what white parties have become now. Yeah. It's just become like I got a T-shirt on. A white sailor hat, a white pair of shorts, a pair of white cargo shorts, white socks, and some, you know, white sandals or some shit, man. <laughs> Y'all gotta stop that shit, man. Like, <laughs> you gotta stop it. Get you a white shirt, some white slacks, and you know what? Dress code be damned there are not a lot of white shoes that honestly, I think a well-dressed man should be wearing. Mm-hmm. I'm hard pressed to think about some white shoes that, that when it comes to going to a garden party, right, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you should actually be wearing.
0: Right. Because the idea now, of the, I mean, I think the the, the the origin, as I understand it, is is, is sort of like a like a, a party that it's in it's 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 an outside party it's in the evening you know as it as, as, the, as the, the night cools off or whatever from maybe the hot the hot the heat of the day and you may or may not be able to see the ocean from where this event is happening is 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 my understanding of like where kind of the idea of like i
1: I, is. I concur that's that's
0: yeah yeah because like you know i mean uh the, the, you know, finding some some white shoes like like it sounds good on TV, but when I actually went to go like, cause it's like you know, do you want to wear a? I mean, if if you are wearing sneakers to everything, you know, you could, I guess you could just you know get you some white white on white Air Force ones. <laughs> not really a fan of. I mean, they they make my feet hurt. I find them to be wildly uncomfortable, and. You know, kind of look one way, but you know that's me. You know, I'll be out here on Raji Island as it pertains to to, to white. Well, they,
1: you know, white on whites. You know, the thing about white on whites are, I mean, I think they are the ultimate kind of like they 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 are a very clean shoe, mm-hmm. and depending on your shoe size, it can it can really mesh with an outfit. But once your feet are a certain size and depending on what you're wearing all white air force ones white on whites don't look frankly as good as people think they do yeah you know what I mean like
0: you know yeah and then you start running down the line of like shoes that like again like I said if you if somebody was like it's a white party in a week, week and a half, and you need to go find some white shoes to wear to the white party. Um, and this is more, may also be somewhat of a commentary on the overall sad state of, of men's apparel. And generally the apparel world where we have like, we have like tons and tons, we have like un, un inhuman amounts of supply of different clothing. But sometimes when you start looking closely at the options of clothing, it's a lot of, it's a lot of terrible it a lot, or it's a lot of like it's either drab, you know what I'm saying? Or so it's like a lot of mauve and browns and uh I like to think about it as some uh if you if you if you watch Zoolander uh Garbalik colors, you know, somewhat inspired, you know, whether people like to admit it or not, the, the uh influence of Mr. West and um his apparel, uh, like these uh so like. Like I feel like you might find it easier to find like a off white <laughs> shirt of some oh, sort of, some sort of weird.
1: Yeah. And, uh, oh, and we're going. We're 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 calling off whites white. Yeah. That's a whole other thing.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm mean? saying. And then you know now unless unless you know what I'm saying you know some of the apparel items that you might find as we we would we would decide to the to the old head uh, style various like uh, suit outfit where it's like it's some white slacks and a white shirt like what white short sleeve button down shirt and they match you know what I'm saying cause that because like I don't even know what you call them stores yeah
1: cause, cause there was but a factory make in China there was a factory in China that put it together like that
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what I mean like they was able to go to a store that had the pants and the shirt together yeah. in plastic
0: right they all match it's all, it's all the same fabric you know what I'm saying and
1: it, so, and it might even be linen
0: yeah, might be or at least linen looking. You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: yeah, it might be Lennon-ish.
0: <laughs> I mean, looking, looking like linen. Um, like, and, and it's you know, and, and now I know that there are uh, cultural spaces as pertains to particular aspects of of, 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 of uh, adaptations or or realities of African your know aspirin diaspora culture where you might wear white in a celebratory place. So we're not talking about that. Like we talk, we yeah, talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anybody that's listening, let's like this. Just to say, he, them brothers over there disrespecting. We're not talking about that, man. We're not no, talking no. about the, either the the uh, the the cultural and or spiritual or engagement celebratory or you know whatever the nature Listen, may be. We talk We're not talking about, about, about what that.
1: Puffy did. Hold <laughs> on, let's be real. <laughs> Ain't nobody talk about no damn all white parties before like 96, 97. Exactly. Can people say what they want about Diddy? But he was the one that went out to the Hamptons, right mm-hmm. and played in that and played out there and brought that back in the whole bad boy culture and brought that back and and let's just get that up that's just who it was. Yeah. that's not to say that the brothers and sisters who was going to Martha's Vineyard or any of the other beach culture or you know uh you know because we're in all, you know we're in around August. All the other places of the, you know, kind of uh, summer vacation culture didn't have them. But I'm saying to the general populace, a.k.a. anybody who was into hip-hop, Puffy and them fostered the all-white party. So we're not talking about our Yorba brothers and sisters or brothers and sisters dealing with you We're talking about yeah. Yeah. niggas that was watching <laughs> videos, man. Like, uh, just, just so we don't get this... We'll get this twisted. Like, you know what I mean? I had to, you know, the words Lord Hill, I had to add a motherfucker. So, because, like, like right. you know what I'm saying? People be like, what is the brother saying, though? No. But what is the brother saying? Y'all know what we saying. Yeah. You know. And, and, and hold up, I got to touch on this one. Dinner and Blanc is another one. Because, you know, you get in Dinner and Blanc, you know, much in the, the 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 space of the of the French had a very interesting origin of like you know people in a park and everybody was wearing white in the summertime and they partied under the stars and you know very French mm. Mm, okay. and then we kind of adapted it to 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 the states in varying degrees right and again you get like a white button down shirt some white cargos uh, shorts. And some white uh, shoes from Marshalls, or white shoes, you know, some Stacy Adams from Nordstrom Rack. You know, like we pursuit of any particular kind of idea of dressing to the point where you don't look your best is not a good idea.
0: Yeah, and that's the I think the, the 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 overall sort of conflict I feel. With it right now, like you know, what I did happen to do is uh find actually, um, a, a, I think a good pair of white denim uh jeans, they were actually from Unique Low and least at that time. Unique Low is very interesting with like at least at my size, where like they may have something that you like, oh, these are great pants, I'm, I'm gonna get these pants, and you could get them tailored, you know, you can give them the measurements and get some adjustments made so they fit you better, but then they'll never have them pants ever again. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. That's part of. I don't know that's part of the business model. Like you, you, keep coming back trying to find some pants you can't never get. Like, uh, like you know, like certain addictions. Talk about like that first time It was great. You can't never find that again. But we got these other pants. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I don't know how that works. However, uh, yeah, you
1: know, Uniqlo has a unique blend of like it being fast fashion, which you know there's some obviously challenges around that conversation mm-hmm. but done in a very Japanese way and that's not you know with me saying that that's not uh making a value judgment about a particular group of people in the context of how the Japanese deal with fashion in mm-hmm. the fashion industry is my point yeah, yeah. of like yeah you can find us if you can't find the worlds but next season it ain't gonna be there right it ain't coming
0: and it ain't coming back yeah, Like, you know, which, you know, you know, this part of me like, I should, that should be a good thing, right? Like, like that we did this and we had the materials to do this this way. And I hope you got some while it lasts because we're not promising you, you
1: do this tomorrow. You know well, what we're mean? used to, but I think on the flip side, and this is the dialogue I have with Aliyasha, we're used to, I should be able to find the same shoe the same way all the time. Mm hmm. And there's something to be said for, no, you're not going to find the same thing the same way all the time. There are staples, but you're not going to find the same things all the time. So don't come back and expect to find it. It is going to be something different. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I just think uh, th- that sacrifice is, 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 is something. And, and I also want to make this point about all black parties. Because I think all black parties are equally as guilty as all white parties, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. especially for men. Because, yeah. for example, for a woman to find a black dress to wear to an all black party in a black pair of shoes. is cool. Yeah, probably for a for a man to find all black means you look like a pallbearer <laughs> or a waiter. <laughs> like it just it, it just never looks cool like people think it looks cool to wear all black but i'm here to actually tell you it actually doesn't look cool to wear all black yeah it doesn't it it, it, it looks, does very little for you
0: yeah it looks cooler when you're thinking about it and it looks cooler when you, you like you put on, oh man, i got like a black shirt with a black suit i'm gonna put on and then then you look back at the picture and you're like man i look kind of like I look like I'm about to bounce somebody up out of this joint. Or I'm or like, I'm gonna be like, say, brother, uh, you need to um, go ahead and settle up your bill. Like, you know what I'm mean? saying? Like, look like you on the job. Like it does not
1: bouncer, like- pallbearer, bearer, bartender, like you pick, but it doesn't, it it doesn't really compliment you. Like, you know, you you know, you and I have built on this, you learn over time, it's no reason to really have a black suit. Like not really. Yeah, really. Right? Is. Like, unless it's a tuxedo. Yeah, which is not the same thing. Which is not the same thing as a suit. There's no real reason to have a black suit. I bought a black suit early in when I was like buying suits. And it sat in my, once I knew better, it sat in my closet for a long damn time. Because when I looked at it, there was nowhere to wear it. Yeah,
0: the black suit I have the last time I wore it for a reason was because, like, we needed to wear a black suit. Like, like it was wear, wear a black suit, you know, uh, with, with, you know, the, these, uh, you know, this adorning, I mean, was it was in a complimenting tone. So black suit, white shirt, and a, like a red tie. Like, that was the ask. <laughs> and that was, you know what I mean? But other than that, I have not uh, worn, I don't wear that suit ever. Because it, it's, you know, it's a... Uh, well, someone, a uh, purveyor of, of clothing, and I don't, you know, I'm not going to quote him. In, well, I'll just say, who who said, you know, like what I was going to get a suit made in the last two years, he said, where are you going to wear a black suit? To? <laughs> <laughs> You're not going anywhere in that black suit. You, you know, you need something with some colors, some tones. You know what I mean? There's lots of blues or shades. There's all these other things you could be doing. And then you come out here with, 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 you know, Put a
1: black black, with a black suit or a black suit. Well, people do these black parties, right? And everyone gets hyped about going to a black party and none of you really look good. Like at least a man, like, yes, if you put a woman in a, in a black dress or a black, uh, black dress, black skirt, black pantsuit, you know, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, there's still, you know, within the, the, the range of the ways uh, a woman's dress could be made. Or wood has been made like there's there's a chance for a variety of style and like lines lines and shapes and colors and where things are not very really colors but like where stuff is happening with men it's going to end up being like some sort of pant a shirt tucked in or maybe a shirt not tucked in uh a shirt oh, with three buttons
1: and button like yeah, some yeah. Sort of gigolo <laughs> By, by, you know what I mean? Like you raise Ramon.
0: Deep right? deep like, deep V. You gotta have the deep V. Like uh Yeah,
1: like you, know you, raising, you ain't the damn raising
0: Ramon. You ain't done the because yeah. of our uh, you know, and then like if did you have uh you know maybe maybe uh maybe you do what's it like um you know some sort of other material but most dudes in this day in time, most men are not going to do a sport coat if they can avoid it unless it asks for something more formal like they're going to do some kind of t-shirt is shirt or shirt that looks like a t-shirt um because you know we 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 still don't know with a i don't know interesting cultural stigmatism about sport coats you know what i mean That maybe we need to let go of um you know, go ahead, go ahead, get you a good sport coat, or it's going to be the I, I, I
1: think it's only, I think it's only 30 to 40 years old, I mean I think that's a whole nother conversation, I will say, you know uh, our brother, Supreme Unique, is the only person I found that could wear all black and it actually, like, looks good, like you know what I mean, like, he's the only one I see <laughs> you know what yeah, I you hear this, Supreme, when you do it, it looks good the rest of us look like Bart, like me and Jess would look like bartend. like, you know, bouncers and
0: it looked like it looked like I'm about to ask you to make sure you, your table like, needs yeah, to settle down over here. Tab,
1: like, you know the why you know why you talking to the sister like that. You know what I'm saying the rest of us look like that. We don't we don't look like that. But to your point about sport coats and aversions, again, I think that's only one generation. And you know, I think you can even look and and I will say this is based on our experience growing up. But also, you can look a lot of pictures of different uh you know figures of the town if you will (laughs) as late as like the early 90s people were still getting custom made and tailored clothes Mm, yeah you're right i think it's when hip-hop like as a thing that hip-hop constantly engages youth culture right it's constantly selling to messiah like you know for listen people listening you know son's 13 right It's constantly selling to him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not going to go, you know, at a different time, I would have said it would infantilize some of us. I'm not going to go there today. I'm just going to say, like, it constantly sells to youth. So youth culture is not about getting dressed up or what they call getting dressed up is matching like a Care Bear or, you know, certain labels. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So by the time you say, I'm going to get on my grown and sexy, you're in your thirties when before in, in previous generations, a man might've been 14, 15 when he figured out what his measurements were. Right. Now people figure out the measurements till their thirties. Right. Right. Maybe maybe we talk about the whole, and we took the whole prom thing, but then that's a whole, like it fits a certain way. And I respect it. Uh, you know, we talked about it. I get it, but it doesn't kind of fit like, an internationally understood context for how suits fit Mm -hmm. right and even the idea of how a jacket at prom is fitting in that context is not how you would say like a a suit or a tuxedo would fit it 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 has a different fit doesn't fit like that so i just think like when we think about like are, you know, people's relationship to sport coats and, you know, because you grow up, some people grow up be like, oh man, that's like for white people or like old people mm-hmm. versus like, no, this is just, you have a really, but you know, youth culture and a particular youth culture that some of us are a part of just stops you from thinking that these things are staples of your uh, of your wardrobe until it's too late. Or I won't say too late or until you have to go to an event and like you're not properly dressed because you didn't invest in those things, but you have fifteen pair of sneakers in the, in the closet yeah and a and a hat to match with all of them buy
0: a person with big head like me you know, you know you get off hats real fast So y'all 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 more more moderate sized head folks y'all just be out here taking hats for granted you know what I'm saying but <laughs> hats don't come well, you could
1: probably you could do a seven you could do what can you do a seven and seven and five Ace or eight
0: in the hats? Like it that like I'm right at like without hair I'm right at like a seven five eights with my hair okay it starts getting challenging like I start looking oh. at needing you know like so like a like a, a a brimmed baseball like fitted hat or even some other hats it starts being like I need a pretty big ass hat to get, <laughs> get on my head. <laughs> Like, if I cut my hair off, then it might work better. But then it don't, you know, then that brings its own set of challenges. You know what I'm saying? We when, when, when ain't got no hair and you put the hat on. But, you know, we working it out. You know what I'm saying? We find a way. You know what I'm saying? Some things, you can, you know, a, a good hat, you know, just saying, you know, at least the the, 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 the the hats that are just hats have never been big. Like the fitted ball hat has never been a hat that has worked well for my head. So I just, like, gave up on that whole world after my, uh, my one uh, Mets matching outfit from the early 90s. Right? Just, that's right.
1: actually a good point. Damn, I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah you and you in the footage. Yeah, damn. I
0: have to get them drawings up, man. I can't. This is going to stay on my... Either give me a headache or it don't fit right. Or I got to start rocking it backwards like Tony Romo. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't do it. I got to am about the game, man. Yeah. The rest of y'all do y'all won. Like I like I just I can't be hat to or I have to I have to get a really big one and now I have to wear an ensemble that that let's say looks like I'm here to uh like Brooklyn in the house at the Latin quarter or something. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm here <laughs> <laughs> to abscond, you know, uh as MOP was an <laughs> anti time Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he what is that guy doing? Why is his hat that big and why can't we see his yeah, face? Yeah, you
1: know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. Like, like the, there's no the, in the between hat. Yeah, like the shine had a 2002 yeah. with right. like these wearer hats. It was like sitting on their heads with inches to spare.
0: Yeah, and it's clear that like, I don't want you to see my eyes or my face all the way. And, you know, that might not be a good, that might not be a good look. You know, I come in peace. I can't have a good time, you know, party and chill with you. As Dougie Fresh would say, I ain't come here to start no stuff. <laughs> Part of no brothers. But, but you know, so, you know, so, I, I mean, I, 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 I'll close, you know, which I will take advice for the audience. Like, the, the, the biggest point is I got these white jeans and I'm going to wear them somewhere else, dog on it.
1: I just got to figure out where I'm going. Hey, man, <laughs> gee, listen, man, you got to pair them loafers, man. Throw them over to pair them loafers if you got a month. And you know, you ain't got to abide by it. Some people don't abide by it. And you can go to places where it doesn't really matter. Just shit. You can go to Miami and, you know, who's That's abiding exactly. by it there? Right, who's going to
0: tell you? Who's going to check you?
1: And who's really abiding by it in California for whatever reason? You can go to California. It's still 70 degrees in October. So, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, I just want to say all white parties one, they're a challenge. I think people need different rules for them. And two, if you're going to go about, like, play ball. Like, just don't mess it up. Yeah. And, and number two, and I do think sometimes there's spaces just say, hey, we're having a garden party, meaning we want you to have things on and look a certain kind of way. Hey, we might want you to wear linens. We might want you to wear browns and whites. We might, we're not really asking for blues, but we're asking for blues, maybe a seersucker, maybe it's cotton linen. You know, there's a way to there's a way to let people show their expression versus everyone having on all white and doing this the swag thing, you know that thing when everybody does the whole they do, you know they the swag surfing. Yeah, the surfing. Yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I've seen that. Um. It, but also, you know, you all white parties, watch that too, because you know they got y'all out here looking like bouncers. <laughs> you women, you know, the sisters looking all nice, and you out here, you know what I'm saying looking like you want like you know, you came to the, the wrestling ring with Razor Ramon or you know what I'm saying, Floyd Mayweather or something. <laughs> it look like you part of a parade. <laughs> You're not here for the party, you part of the parade that
0: was before the party. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with parades. I love parades.
1: You know what I'm just <laughs> Just think
0: about that. Like, do you look like you was like holding the the, the poles in the parade or do you or or, or ropes or something or you know what I mean? the tambourines, like you was in the parade before you got here, and then they was just like, oh, you should stay for the party. Like, you know, if, if that's what it looked like, maybe maybe you should get a different outfit. You know what I'm saying? So cool. All right. So um well, if, if we have time, I did one to close this with yeah yeah let's, theme. Go, let's go, yeah let's go get Um I thought it would be fun is maybe share two or three, you know, songs that come to mind um that get you that you associate with a summer mood. A summer feel um you know any genre any time, and um so i would either i can i can i can go pass. ahead yeah go ahead yet, so, you know, I'll... so i mean i'll just start out one just so we can get take them off as a group is you know um Maze Fijian and frankie beverly has a cornucopia of songs that would probably most of us would associate with the summertime at least if you are not that person of the african-american persuasion in some way or fashion or form um I, I I I did a short list of, of May's songs. I was like, you could go with any of these, probably as songs that people would feel summary. But I decided one that I think is particularly cookouty to me in that, and in, in, in not in the, in the in the in a way that uh, you know, I guess of, of of two songs that would probably come to most people's minds, but this one being the one where you may not initially think that you're supposed to dance. But when you hear it, you go, "Oh yeah, there's definitely there's a there's a grill, there's somebody in a folded chair, um, you know, maybe there's some bad potato salad, um, there's there's kids that want to get the, the 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 chicken, but they ain't getting no chicken, they getting burgers or franks. That's 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 their options, um, and that is joy and pain. You know what I mean? When you hear the the jump, doo like start playing, and and you walk in the back, like to me, that is a very Summer is arriving, like you should be out, you should be enjoying. It should be maybe a little too hot to be outside right now, but that's okay. And 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 you, you're trying to find somewhere in the shade to to uh to, you know to, to be present. So that's my first one. What do
1: you think about that? Okay. Um I'm going to start with all right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do two because I'm gonna give an honorable mention. There's there's a reason for this. So the honorable mention is Lumi D. Uh-oh, uh oh, that that song with the beat that I'm not clear where it came from. I don't know if it was a dancehall rhythm. I don't know. I don't know where the fuck that beat came from, but it is not, not deniable that in the summer of 2002, that song had the East Coast and particularly the Tri-State area New York, in an absolute smash. <laughs> she couldn't sing. We don't know where the beat came from. But if you were anywhere uptown, you know that that shut the summer down. And then they had a host of remixes. Fab got on one. Uh, break, You know, they felt like it was a damn near start of reggae tone.
0: Yeah. I it, has, it has 73 million plays
1: on, on the Spotify. Remixes, right like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, had as many remixes grinding by the clips, like, you know, had all kind of remixes. Um, so yeah. So, so Lumi D that one, I think is just a, you know, depending on your age, that song remains clear in your head as a summer song. Um, but my number three is actually, um, give it to me by Jay-Z. Right. Um, I actually think that heralded a new place in Jay-Z's career. I think it was the first, like, real club song that he did. Um, had, you know, Pharrell singing on the hook. Mm-hmm. You know. um. And, you know, as much as we, did. like Pharrell was singing on, on the hook 20 years, 22, 23 years ago. Right. Um, also, you know, quick Philadelphia, what's the name? That chorus was actually created by Sparks, from Moschino you know, was Sparks. And then what's the name, sang it. And that's why Sparks is on the second part. Get yeah, like, give me that sweet, that nasty, that gushy stuff. Ah. Like, because he actually created the whole, yeah, wasn't that whole room. Yeah. So, but yeah. So that that's my like summertime, like in the like getting close to the end of the summer. Jay Z first like club song because Hard Knock Life wasn't really a club song.
0: No.
1: Um. No. I mean, you could say kinda throw your hands up with beans in the mill, but that was more throw. That was a club in the sense of someone's gonna get robbed, not yeah, you having a party. Yeah. But, it, it's, it's not even a
0: song that you want to keep going too long in the club. Like you want to hear. Yeah like a minute
1: you might 45, ahead, Matt, 40 in seconds. the beginning of j but yeah like you know what I'm saying like you know with the whole jay-Z singing I wish I never met her at all like that's yeah. a that's a summer song in a club song so yes, yeah, my that's my uh, number three um I went
0: uh and i and i, I tried to um rest, i tried to restrict myself a little bit from hip hop in my first list run through of like just drawing some songs up because you know I could like might you know i didn't i didn't want to be i didn't want to be overly justice is overly hip hop centric at this moment but um um but let me see here another song that i associate or feels better to be heard in the summer is actually to uh, bob marley and the whalers and that's uh jamming Feels very uh like summer festival e to me oh yeah yeah
1: no you know it definitely does yeah. yeah well you know you know here's a, a piece of this i think that again time doesn't kind of reflect but you know when there was a space of like in cities where there was like a neighborhood that there were a lot of folks from the west indies and like you would go, or there was like a reggae festival, or like a Caribbean festival in your particular city, and they would they'd be playing that along with like Shaba, and like you know Cuddy ranks, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, right. but but you know what right. I'm saying, great Ninja Man, but they'd be like a mix, and, and, and you're right. I mean, I think it's just a uh, um, we downplay how well Bob Marley's like in the Whalers, because you know some we start having we saying Bob Marley like. They the mother brothers was there, um, <laughs> uh, but but particularly when he left and kind of went to do his own thing, like how well produced those songs were, and how they were like <sighs> he had his eye on the American crowd, yeah, right, and he knew he wanted to kind of really make sure he brought it because he knew how much that the music from Jamaica, the music from the States was impacting sky and then later reggae, but then really bringing reggae to America. Um, I don't know if we discussed this, how, you know, he opened up for, um, he opened up for Lionel Richie at Madison Square Garden. Ooh. So the, so the show and, and listen to this, just to show you how weird music was Curtis blow. Bob Marley and Lionel Richie at Madison Square Garden. It was the second to last show that he ever did. A show, The show after that was a show in Pittsburgh, which was the last show Bob Marley ever did before and, but you know, by the time his toe and everything in the end, it just got unbearable. Hmm. But yeah, it opened up at Madison Square Garden with the purpose of connecting to the black American crowd. That's crazy. Nelson George talks about it uh, in his Substack. He talks about like there was a manager that was from the States that was managing Bob Marley that made sure that, you know, because Bob really wanted to actually perform in New York at Madison Square Garden with black folks. <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah.
0: That's very really interesting. Right. Yeah. Thank you. I'm Jessica for your you know, yeah, randomly bullshit. knowing stuff.
1: I ain't know that, that well, do. well, first of all, you're the king of that. But second of <laughs> all, <laughs> shit. look at Thank, me trying thanks, to trying push it off on
0: somebody else.
1: <laughs> thanks, Nelson George. Um, uh, but no, his 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 sub stack is actually really interesting. He actually has like a he's been doing a um real quick to not to go too far off, but he's been doing different vignettes of like different gangster uh like music people. Mm-hmm. One of the things he shares is how the the actual uh character Gusto on CB4 was actually based on a real person. Oh, for real. Yeah, like Gusto wasn't made up. Gusto was a real person. <laughs> and they, like got kidnapped by like uh dudes that like were robbing people for drugs. Oh wow. And like murdered, yeah. And told his family not to give up the money, and they dumped him in. They dumped him in the Bronx. Like it's a, it's a wild story. Wow. Yeah. So that that when you see, you know, because he was a co-writer with Chris Rock. Right. He was. When you see it, it Gusta was based on somebody for real. That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Man, like what, a, what a world we live in. Yeah. Like he had a uh, dude ground on, bitch. <laughs> Dude was dude did an R and B group that like. Got signed before Guy, but Guy and them got you know got more influence, so they dropped that group on Tommy Boy. Like it's a whole story, anyway. But yeah, like for anyone listening, check out Nelson George's Substack. Yeah, it's, it's worth the worth the six or seven dollars a month, frankly. Um, so my um my number two, and I'm kind of staying in hip hop or R and B as you um uh, kind of left it um is the Benjamins. Uh, summer of 1997. Yeah. Yes. Um, if you created a song that had more of a lock on the streets, I don't, you know, I don't know which one you found. I mean, you could, you know, you could argue also, you know, again, Diddy was really smart with always releasing like the Biggie remixes in the summer. Mm -hmm. So one more chance remix and, and get money remix all got released sometime before late May. They weren't like officially summer songs, neither of them. But they were all released by the summertime in order to get burned. But for this context, the Benjamins. um, That was actually organized by Missy. Another musical fact I just found out the other day. Missy actually put the song together. What? Yeah. Because you think about it. The Benjamins doesn't sound like anything Bad Boy had done into that point. Yeah, it doesn't. The beat, the way that the raps come in, right? Like, how Jada and then Sheik Styles isn't on the song. Right. And um, now that I'm playing it in my head. It, it is. Yeah, it's a very unique, like, The way that Lil Kim drops out, you want to rumble with the beat, huh? Like just the, and then Biggie with the beat change, like it is, it is a different kind of song. Um, so yeah, so that's my, that's my, my number
0: two. So,
1: so from 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 my last one, I'm I'm
0: gonna go um, very hip hop, and that would be uh, Glaciers Ice, and um, woo. Ooh, man! <laughs> I mean, I mean, even in the intro, it, says, it, it feel hot at night. You know what I'm saying? The same ain't even out. You Damn. know what I'm saying? Because I Ooh. mean, one the first time I heard Glacier Ice was in the pre. It was, it was it was probably more like spring, but I heard it and I was like, "What is that?" Like it was on the like And I was like, "What? What was that?" And then I had to like, you know, when this was for the for the children listening who don't understand, I had to like purposely leave a radio on in the house to see if they played it again so that i'd know what it was i think i might have called you or somebody and said yeah, hey yeah. did you hear this song do you know where this song? Do you, does someone have a, a recording of this song so i can listen to it all the time and um you know so then i could have a copy that i could go and you know play in my walkman which was a, a device that played tapes <laughs> Okay, for again for right. young people that are listening, <laughs> if there are any that may not understand this type of time in life in America, um, but also I mean everything about that song is is a is to me is walking on South Street when it's unbearably, unreasonably hot at night. Oh, is riding up the uh, the you know was it uh the what's the name uh the Harlem River not the, the East Side whatever the highway is East Highway, side. Is. Yeah. East side yeah. highway FDR, at breakneck yeah. speed. Um, it's, (laughs) it's getting out the car, getting some my moves is going up Um, to 125th street for whatever reason
1: It's that's exactly what our time was spent during that time. I mean, it's all, I mean, yeah. I mean, the album was released at the end of the summer glaciers of ice was the glaciers of ice and the criminology, right? Like those songs just like personified the summer of 95. Uh, Shouts out to DT, um, you know, D, uh, you know, kind of had access to, to the purple tape, um, you know, and did an interview with Raekwon for stress magazine All oh, hip hop folks will, will remember stress, um, you know, and uh, yeah, I mean, the, you're right. That song and everything about it reflects like when it's a hundred degrees in New York, and you got on boots and camouflage, and like you just gotta act like it's okay. And like, you just gotta, it's, it's a know. thing today. If you said to me, Hey, it's 100 degrees, wanna put on a pair of boots and some camouflage? What's <laughs> the tips on? Yeah, I say use a, da- a damn lie, right? <laughs> and they had not the nerve to wanna to go in places. Like, yo, we try right. to come in there and kick it. <laughs> Right, like you look like a problem, like yo, why, why are you dressed like this, right? I ain't like, got the hat on, you know what I'm saying? Let me get up in here.
0: You can see my face.
1: Oh man, <laughs> we was tripping, um, but yeah, whoo. I you it off, when you. I go to
0: get something to eat. I need to put that uh, play that in the car because it's, you know, it, it, it is. I mean, I could do. You know, I, like I said, I wanted to try to expand my horizon so it wouldn't be all just by by various songs of the songs of the summer. But that one is definitely one that's like you know, it's like yeah, you know I mean, it's hot, I feel hot at night, and it's like and I'm like, yeah, man, where we going? We going south? We, we, we going? We going outside? We going south? We, we we going down? to going down
1: to O? Like you said, the car's <laughs> moving fast. Mama's smoking. We oh man, stuff's
0: like, happening. Oh, people, you know, it's rapping going on. Is people come? People clubs is letting out. You know what I'm saying? All of the summer, we are up. Why are we up? Why are we still awake? We should have went to bed. Why? It's summertime. That, man. It's hot in there. We're staying outside. Like we ain't nobody going to bed. Yo, you can go to bed some other time. Is,
1: you got your whole life no to sleep. Lie, man.
0: <laughs> like it's 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 four o'clock in the morning. Why are we still here? Because we are And it's summer. And the glacier's ice is playing.
1: You know, enjoy hot your night, life. Man. You know what I'm saying? Live live, um, live your dreams. So. All right, my number one is um. One of my uh just favorite r b songs and it's and I think it is literally in time and the sound made for the summer it was summer two thousand and three why don't we fall in love by a e. Marie oh, um yeah, I mean, how the beat comes in, it is like, you know, in the modern kind of hip-hop R&B age, that and Tell Me from group theory, mm, mm, yeah, to me yeah, are close thing. to like the like, yeah, damn near perfect, perfect songs. Like, yeah. they are just executed flawlessly. Um. And the A. Marie song dropped right for the summer because by that time we were dealing with mixtapes and the whole idea of mixtape culture with hip hop-esque beats and singing over it, which comes from the blend tapes, had just like kind of lodged itself into mainstream hip hop culture. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, so to me, A. Marie, Why Don't We Fall in Love is kind of like a song that perfectly encapsulates um, the summer again. Like to your point, driving fast somewhere. We're driving fast down ninety five to get somewhere else. Right, um, to...
0: <laughs> Deciding real late that we gonna go to we gonna go somewhere on the power trip. Yeah, right. <laughs> we got the we got the car, at or we got six p. We gotta get back from
1: the power trip. Right. Right, hey, and yeah,
0: that the other one. We gotta get back to get the car back. <laughs>
1: In the morning, it is nine o'clock, and we're still in New York City listening to reggae on Hot ninety seven. Which, if you know, if you if you are still in the New York and reggae comes on, you've been there too late. If you're trying to get to Western Pennsylvania, you've been there way
0: too late.
1: You've been there way too long, man. Because it is nine forty five, and you are still listening to Hot ninety seven, man. Like you, you got to go. Yeah, you got um, to get on the road. You got to leave. Gotta the
0: and the road. tolls, the tolls are are the same price. No matter what time you leave, so go ahead. Go.
1: Yeah, just get on the road. But yeah, that that would be my like, song. I also will note for folks who are on Apple Music that Mashanda, uh, the artist Mashanda, um, just put out her like, summer song, kind of like 100 Days of Summer, and she did 100 songs.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: Um, And it's a really, really good list. Like, Really, really, really good list. That goes, that spans from Bob Marley to Glenn Lewis to Cheryl Lynn to like Mary J. Blige to Pete Rock and o. Smooth, 702s, Soul to Soul, Ready for the World, Stevie Wonder, like.
0: Oh, wow. right Yeah. Up. I that yeah, I think I'm gonna, uh, do I have
1: access to that? I think i do. Gonna... fronting with uh, Jay Z and Pharrell. Like it is hmm. a. So I would, if folks, you know, if you're an Apple Music person, you know, knock it out. Or you do what I did. I'm not an Apple Music person, so I just screenshot all of them and make my own sound. I make my own, uh, <laughs> playlist.
0: <laughs> I thought like, where did you have access to that? <laughs> Listen, I don't know. I don't again, know. again, these are the mysteries that the universe will always ask. <laughs> how does majestic, how does majestic come apart across that information?
1: <laughs> Yo, listen, I came across it. I I screenshot them ball, and I might have my own playlist starting tomorrow morning when I go run. So, you know, that's going to be my summertime playlist. So, you know, there's that. Um, but yeah, man, I think you know, it's interesting. I don't think because of today's music people are making songs for the summer. Mm-hmm. I think there's just songs being made and Hey, if it tends to last in the summer, that's cool. If it doesn't last, like no one wants to, no one wants to like run the summer anymore. Right. Um, Which I think is a bad thing. I think it's something to be said when people are being thoughtful around making music for the summer. Yeah, I think it is. a. Uh, I think we, uh, at, I do feel like we lose something
0: um, from a, like beats of the kind of like the, the the flow of the year, so to speak, creatively. I'm like, oh man, like this. I know there's a, and I think you can find that at least a couple of years ago. Um, I think, well, I think it was Planet Money did a couple or at least did one podcast about like the concept of the song of the summer and like how that plays into like record sales and music and all kinds of stuff. But I don't even know if now, I said a couple of years ago, it might've been seven or eight years ago because Planet money was a long time ago um, that that existed. Um, But saying that to say the, uh, the, the like idea that something would come out with the intention of being, you know, a song you're going to listen to or hear, you know, as you're doing whatever summary stuff happens, uh, that's, that's, you know, if, if you are so, align the trips or if you're you know of the age where maybe you're like looking forward to music festivals I don't know whatever we're gonna go to parties I don't know what you do
1: you know know. well I think the I think the summer music festival has replaced the summer song now that you actually make that point Mm. I think at one point we were talking about that Where now we're like who's going to tour right so right right now it's who toured and you had Taylor Swift you had Ed Sheeran you had Uh, Beyonce, you have Drake, right? And that's kind of replacing the idea of that. Mm -hmm. I think Beyonce still keeps it in mind. Like she replaced, she dropped album last year during the summer. Yeah. So someone like her, I think, still keeps it in mind.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I would say that maybe it might be. I mean, not that I'm going to know. I'm not going to see Taylor Swift, but I am going to Beyonce in Las Vegas. Uh, but Taylor Swift and Beyonce and then, you know, probably as as like the Shadow Empire third, uh, the um, Eric Badu and Bay uh shows, from what I could tell, have been kicking the summer's tail, like all across America, like people pulling yeah. up, showing up places and being like, oh, snap, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know that was happening this weekend.
1: And, and it's happening. No, I think <laughs> it's given it's given the energy back to the music culture that it hasn't had in a minute Um, because yeah, people are traveling to see these things. Right. And, you know, the Erica Badu actually shows the, an interesting way again, you know, after reading the Dilla book, like, you know, all things lead back to Dilla. (laughs) I I, I didn't think so. And I I remember 1999 people played slum village for me and I was like, these niggas can't rap. Um, But you know, I guess there's something bigger, you know, whatever. Um, Like, you know, because if you were 13 when On and On came out, you're 40-something now. You're 40, 41. So anybody down from there and, and, and going up you've you've been around a space where Erica Badu has produced music for over twenty five years mm-hmm. you know i mean listen Jill Scott's album you know came out in two thousand that's that album is twenty three years old right right so you know I just put that in the context of like thinking if you heard an album that came out in nineteen sixty seven and then thinking about listening to it again 1990 1990 that's the same time between when <laughs> Jill Scott came out and today 23 years none of the same 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 23 years right like i mean like so yeah it's it's an interesting kind of space where the the summer festival and or summer tour culture is, um, and especially now that like certain cities have certain energy, so you're like you got to go to Chicago to see a show, you got to go to Detroit to see a show. There's a Instagram thing called Black Detroiters. If you see the outfits that people have worn to Beyonce show, men and women, not just women, men and women. It is a it is a uh, pearl clutcher, Jack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that-
1: it is a pearl clutcher, Jack. Man. Um, they turn it out. for the Turn in classic Detroit. Shouts out to D-Becker. In classic Detroit fashion. Uh, absolutely turn it out, man. So, yeah, and, and listen, enjoy the summer. Willfully, it's defined by positivity, you know, and you're not in Phoenix or somewhere where it's been 100 degrees for the last 31 days. You know, I guess we can... You know, <laughs> we said we weren't gonna talk about nothing serious. So we can, you know, hey, we, can, uh, we can, we can, uh, we can, we uh, can not talk about cl- climate change today.
0: Yeah, hey, we, <laughs> we can say that for next week. But we can say it's that, good. Yeah, it's still a good that. footnote because you know it's still good to know.
1: We can say that yeah, Phoenix ain't ain't been under 100 in a month. Uh, you know, but enjoy the summer, enjoy the festivals, enjoy the fact that music does bring folks together, man. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, um, that's all I got. So, with that, you can say peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Good Brothers. Thank you to my good brother, Majestic. Uh, good Brothers is a part of the Ask Your Old Head podcast, and you can support the podcast by listening, sharing, and rating wherever you listen, and um, subscribing wherever you listen. Subscribing is good. Um, You can also support the podcast by becoming a patron of me, Justice Raji, who produces this on Patreon. Just search Justice Raji or Asha Hold It, Old Head. I think it'll both come up. You can sign up. There might be some some changes and rearranges coming to that world at some point. But in the meantime, man, sign up. Do that. And then um, the other thing you can do is uh, click on some links. Look around. There is still a operational shop with some shirts mug a couple odds and ends uh, you can feel free to purchase an item um, which you know most of those items the margin on covers the will cover the costs that it costs to actually you know make sure this is on the internet uh, man it's been a summer so I hope that these two things these these two entries that you're probably getting both today um, were enjoyable and um, you know I ain't lying when I say I'm you know working to do more uh, just a lot happening in my life right now however Um, We will keep the creative juices flowing. So thank you for listening and, um, you know, be well. Peace.